This is an NYY Sports Talk podcast presented to you by Baseballism, a premium lifestyle apparel brand inspired by America's pastime. Baseballism is America's brand. Now batting for the New York Yankees, the shortstop, number two. Welcome back. This is episode 111 of the NYYST podcast presented to you by Baseballism.com. I'm your host, Christian, as always, joined by my co-host, Chris. You. And Stack Guy Rye. What up? So, I'm just going to get this out of the way to start off the show. Uh, please leave us a five-star rating and review while you still like me, because in about five minutes, you may not like me anymore. Uh, before we get into uh, the Yankees losing three straight to the Houston Astros and the bad news on Luis Severino and anything else that happened in the Yankee universe, I requested... Uh, to my co-host that I have a few minutes here for a little opening monologue. And, um, you know, how do I want to say this? It's not that, and this is, this is the God's honest truth here. I would never do anything to sabotage my own company. I would never do anything to sabotage this podcast or hurt any of the extremely, uh, or the extreme hard work Chris and Ryan have put in behind the scenes to make this show better, especially Chris, who apparently doesn't sleep anymore. Ever. Um, but, and I would never chase away a viewer, a listener. Uh, from the bottom of my heart, I thank you and appreciate all the support of the show. I told Chris a long time ago, I said, I never wanted this to be a hobby. As much fun as it can be at times, I wanted this to be a successful, thriving business, and I think we've taken steps to uh, achieve that goal. Would you not say that to be correct? I absolutely would. But <clears throat> to be honest with you, some of you that are listening to the show and a lot of you that are on Twitter are completely insane. It's mind-boggling to me that you can call yourself a fan of the New York Yankees and sit there and talk about the team in which the manner that they're spoken of. I never thought starting NYY Sports Talk and doing this podcast and being a presence on social media that I would have more fights with the fans of my own team than I would a fan's from other teams. Do you know I probably maybe been in one or two fights with Red Sox fans in the entire time we've been doing this? Maybe got into a fight with an Astros fan? Never fought a Mets fan? I mean, you know, come on, Mets fans, challenge me a little bit here. I love to get into a fight with a Mets fan. But every single day, every single day, and it's part of it's my own doing, I understand that. And sometimes, you know, I like to, I like to scrap on Twitter, but... Nobody appreciates the passion and love for the Yankees more than I do. I get it. We all love this team. We're all passionate about it. But the way some of you go about it is just wrong. And to have that hatred inside of you for a team that you're supposed to love is mind-boggling to me. And honestly, like I, I don't want to say that I, quote, turned heel on Twitter this week, but I'm not standing for it anymore. I understand that as as this show grows and as this show becomes more popular, 
you know, more people are going to find me. They're going to find NYY Sports Talk on Twitter, and we're going to gain more followers and have more opinions thrown at us, which is fine. But I'm not standing for the nonsense and the straight-up bullshit anymore. I don't I don't feel like I should have to sit there and have to be in you, uh, just have this thrown from fans of this team that every single day you have to hear, oh, Boone's an idiot, Boone's stupid, Boone this, oh, screw Aaron Boone, uh, this guy, you know, Luke Voigt strikes out, screw Luke Voigt, I hope he dies. Like, honestly, if anybody would understand this, it would be me having to deal with you for the past 10 years. Thanks. Oh, I don't think I've been that bad. No, you've been... You know, I'm not you, th- that bad, No, though. you're not. But here... And it's just like, you guys can't get over anything. Like, we're still hearing about Justin Verlander from 2017. Now I got to sit here and listen about Manny Machado. Manny Machado. Listen, do you guys... Look, somebody tweeted at me a few weeks ago that the Yankees were off to this bad start because the baseball guys were punishing the Yankees because they didn't sign Machado or Harper. Don't you think... That we didn't get Machado or Harper because the baseball gods are punishing us because of the way you treated John Carlos Stanton last year, right? If somebody wants I, to, yeah, I, I I don't want to interrupt you. I know this was very important to you to get off your chest. So, are you throwing it back to us now? Do you? No, you can if you want to interject on that statement. That's fine. I have no, but yeah, I mean. I don't think this fan base has been extremely appreciative of what Cashman's done. I mean, how many teams, first of all, can say that they can go down with all these injuries and still field a team that's competitive? That's Cashman, right? I mean, who do you attribute that to? This team is still, I know they're not playing the best baseball, but the entire team's hurt. They're hurt. The entire team, not just one or two guys, the entire team. And they're still competing with the Houston Astros. And that's another thing, right? You guys want these superstars. You want it, Machado. You want it, Harper. But you got a superstar here last year, and you booed him. The first game he ever put on the pinstripes, you booed him. And now you want another superstar? Why? So you can boo him after his first 0 for 5? You deserve that? Right. You really think that you deserve that? Right. Now, John Carl stands a big boy. He could take it. But do you think you deserve more superstars after the way you treated the one that you got here last year? I don't think so. You want the Yankees to throw another $300 million at a player when they did that last year and you boot him because he struck out five times in one game? You weren't even patient enough to see what the season would bring you? Manny Machado's hitting 244 right now. Small sample size. I know, 12 games or whatever it is. But my God, if you would have struck out on opening day with runners at second and third and the Yankees were tied in the seventh inning, you would have booed him. You would have booed him. But hey, what's, what's the excuse we hear nonstop? Why is it allowed? Why is booing allowed? What's the... What what does everyone come back and say? Oh, why? Because you're allowed to? Because you're because it's New York. Yeah. That's that's what we hear. It's so what? It's New York. It doesn't matter if it's New York, if it's Boston, if it's Chicago, if it's friggin' Zimbabwe. It doesn't. This matter. is New York. You got to be able to take it. 
I understand that people have such these these high expectations, but you don't you have no patience for anything. That's what the problem is with this fan base. If this team this, this team could be eleven and one right now, and you would have had fans complaining about the one game that they lost. Yeah. And I guarantee you, I swear to God, I guarantee you that if this team does win a World Series and they win in six games, you are going to have fans that are legitimately upset yep. that they won in six games. Yep. Oh, if they were so good, why didn't they sweep? You won the World Series and you're going to nitpick it. That is what I... This is the, the, I've been saying this on Twitter all week. The toxic nature of this fan base. There is such a toxicity of this fan base that I don't want to deal with anymore. I... Look, and somebody's going to say, I'm a fan. I can do whatever I want. That's great. You can be the but asshole. But I think you have to be fair. I, I I, don't think... I think the majority of the fans are like us. I think you just hear from mm-hmm. the the toxic ones. It it, it exists, though. Yeah, so it's it exists bigger, everywhere, though. And it's bigger than you think it is. It is bigger, but it exists everywhere. I mean... There's not one team out there that doesn't have fans like that. Oh, you think the Royals have fans like this? Maybe not the Royals. You think the Rays have fans like this? The Rays don't have fans. They're actually competitive the last two years, and they still can't fill that shit piece of shit stadium. You know who? I, you know who I wouldn't blame for being like this? Met fans, because you want to know why? Over and Met over, Met fans have a true gripe. You have a legitimately a legitimate argument to be upset and never trust your team if you're a Met fan. You don't have that right as a Yankee fan. No, at all. You don't have that right. It's not fair. You got to trust this team. You got to trust this organization. Notice I said trust and not like everything they do. I'm not sitting here saying that you have to like everything they do, but you have there has to come a point where you trust it. The problem is that you're dealing with younger people now who I'm not saying they're so much younger than me or you or anyone, but you're dealing with a generation now that doesn't even remember living through 96, 98, 99, 2000 and the years they won the okay, pennant. In maybe it is a generational thing where like back in the, you know, back when I being 35 years old, maybe, you know, I have patience for things and people that are younger just, they're just so used to well, having see, everything at their fingertips. And now that, you know, the Yankees are off to a slow start, it's not acceptable. And the one thing that's not acceptable to me is, again, today I'm getting, because there was a Forbes report that the Yankees are worth $4.6 billion. And, oh, revenue, shut up about the friggin' revenue. Oh, my God. This team is spending, they spent money. Why? Why? Because you didn't get it. You, you got a dependable car. That drives you from A to B. You didn't get a flashy one, so you're upset. You're mad, and I'm tired of hearing from. I spend money. I spend money on this team. I spend money on as much money as anybody on this team. You. So what? You you have a right to be an asshole because you spend money on the team. Well, I think even even me, who, I mean, you're a lot older than me, but you're not that much older than me, and you definitely sometimes have more patience so much patience that it frustrates me. So imagine now the people who don't remember really half the people who sit there and say to you, what well, fuck if George fucking Steinbrenner was alive, he would have fucking done this. They don't remember they don't one remember, game. They don't remember, remember one, one game, game that he was, right. that he was actually right. owning the team. On. Right. And, and that's the problem. 
I mean, that's that's really what it comes down to. These people are all it, just saying what they hear. They don't truly believe it all. But what's going to happen when this team wins the World Series this year, next year, whatever? What's going to happen? They're all gonna they're all gonna be uh, you know the world's greatest Yankee fan. And I'm not saying, and I've said this, I was, you think I'm happy that they got swept in Houston? I'm not happy Fuck about no. it. no. None of us are. You think I'm happy? The other day, what was it, the middle game of the series where I legitimately thought Glaber Torres was actually the runner because why the hell are there two guys from the same team darting to play the same position yeah. on a relay throw? Like, come on. You think I'm happy about this? You think I'm happy that a guy that I advocated probably more than anybody to get to re-sign this year and Zach Britton can't get anybody out. You think I'm happy about this? No. No. And it's not to say that you can't criticize a bad move or you can't be upset with the way the team is playing, but you guys don't even wait. You don't even wait for anything. Like yesterday, Gary Sanchez uh Gary Sanchez wasn't in the lineup. Automatically it's Boots a fucking idiot. How could you not play Gary Sanchez? What happened? What happened three minutes later? If you would have just waited yep. three minutes, that's yep. it. The news came out that it had to be cautious with Gary Sanchez because he had tightness in his legs. Because you know we don't need another injury on this team right now. Well, I say it all the time. As great as all this technology is, uh, it's it causes it creates a monster because we're so used to getting everything right at our fingertips, and you know. So, you know, Gary Sanchez shits the wrong way and we're hearing about it on Twitter. And I met some legitimately cool people, really great fans. I love interacting with them. And so, you know, it's not like they're everybody's bad. It's just that the the bad is so bad now. And it sticks out. It's you're scrolling through. Because and like, what everyone, did that guy just every, say? everyone thinks they're entitled to everything. Do you remember how fun this was when we first started in 2017? Everybody was happy. Like, there was no expectations. And, now, and that's when the team, yeah, right. There was no expectations. You just and you hit it on the being, head. And instead of just being like, wow, like, you know, let me see where this goes. It's like they didn't win last year, so everybody sucks now. Mm-hmm. Right. And poor Aaron Boone. Poor, you know, the poor guy, he looks like he's aged 10 years. Seriously, we were just looking at that. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's almost like you ever look at presidents after they're done <laughs> yeah. just in four years. Boone has Boone has expedited that process and you look, in one. And you look how much healthier George W. Look, uh, looks now that he's not president anymore. Yes. I mean, but because anyway. why? I wonder how much older we look. How much older do we look doing this for a year and a half, almost two years now? I mean, this is our third season, so we probably have aged a decent amount dealing with you all these people. You know, if Aaron people. Boone tomorrow, the Yankees are up 4-2 to two in the ninth inning, and Aaron and a completely rested Wallace Chapman is out in the bullpen, and Aaron Boone decides he's going to close the game with Stephen Tarpley, you can kill him. Mm-hmm. Yes. But when he does things like he did last week, and he goes to his closer in a tie game at home, and you're ripping him because the closer didn't come through, you're just being an asshole. Right. When Masahiro Tanaka himself says, you know what, guys, I was done after six innings. He had a stressful sixth, and he goes to Zach Britton, a guy the Yankees are paying a lot of money to, to pitch to the bottom of the order, and he doesn't get the job done. That's not on Aaron Boone. You know, you may, you just brought up a great point, and it's something that I was thinking about uh, when I was driving earlier. You know, all these people want to blame Boone for everything, but 
is it Boone's fault that that Guardy didn't run down to first base when he thought the ball was foul? Is it Boone's fault that Britain can't get people out? Is it Boone's fault that Green has given up runs in situations well, that, that normally he fault. doesn't? Clint Frazier I mean, dropping yeah, that, a little. not catching that ball that tipped off his glove. Is right. that Boone's I fault? Mean, I mean, guys making mental errors, Torres. And again, this kind of shit maybe wouldn't happen if a veteran's on the mound because he's maybe communicating a little better that he's at third base. But how about Torres running down to third base, not knowing Loisica was there? Listen, Torres needs to be a little more aware and see what's going on. But at the same time, he's behind the play and he's just trying to hustle and get there. Loisica needs to tell him, needs to communicate that he's there. And he didn't do that. Why? Because he's inexperienced. And why is he in this rotation? Because we're hurt. Because these guys are misplaced right now and not not the team that we expected going into the season just yet. If you were going to tell me that the Yankees were 5-7 and seven and this was a completely healthy team, I might be a little worried right now. Yes. But I'm not worried right now. I still wouldn't be worried. Because I still, you want, you're right. I still wouldn't be worried because... Last year they were nine and nine and they won a hundred games. And don't tell me that was last year. But guess what, bro? That was pretty much the same team. And How about two thousand nine. What did you say the record was after two thousand nine? That team won hundred and two games in a World Series, and after thirty three games they were under five hundred. And then what's Come on now. what's the what's the rebuttal you get when you tell people, Oh, they started uh they started nine and nine last year and they won hundred games. This is what I hear back to that. Who cares? They fucking they didn't do anything in the postseason. I'm not fucking talking about the postseason. The postseason is a different animal. And this team does need to be better in the postseason, but they're better equipped for the postseason. Their first goal, like I said a million times, and we have skipped over this after the Tory era. Like we kind of just forgot about it. But the first goal is to win this fucking division. Tell me how you're going to do that. Show me how you're going to do that. Then we worry about the postseason. Right now, The Yankees became the first team ever since divisions were started to win 100 games and not win their division. If they can come close to that again, they're going to win the division. That's what people don't understand is how good they were last year. And they they just throw it away because they were a wild card team. Sometimes somebody's just better than you. Right. That doesn't mean you're bad. And And you know what? I've said this too a few times, and I think... Jack Curry actually said it on the post game the other day. The Yankees have been eliminated the last two years by the by the eventual World, eventual Series, World champion. Series champion. They have been beaten by the best. If you're going to get beaten by anyone, you want it to be the best. Our issue is that now we need to be the best. Mm-hmm. But this team did enough in any other season last year to win this division. Right now, they when they are healthy, they are a better team than last year, correct? I would agree with Let that. Let this team get healthy. Let them get healthy before we're freaking the fuck out after 12 games. And when I bring up last year, I bring up 2009. I know it's in the past. Thank you for you know that time travel uh, mm-hmm. lesson, nerds on Twitter. But Black hole. <laughs> I'm saying that in response to people that are, I'm done with this team. They got. I'm not watching any more games this year. Bye bye. Yeah, really. See ya. Because you want to know what you say that now, but after the first eight game winning streak, yeah. you're going to be the the one cheering the loudest right. on Twitter and saying, "I always believed in them. I knew they could do it." You know what? 
you're you're done. Okay, you're cut off. You're done. You're not a re- if you're swearing yeah, off okay. the Yan- if you're swearing off the Yankees after twelve games, you're not a real fan. Nah, man, it's not a football season, dude. It, it's a hundred and sixty-two games. Mike Francesa put this in okay. in a scary, uh, uh-huh. almost in a uh, scary uh, yeah, realm today about yeah. the way he explained it, uh-huh. based on how long the uh, Major League Baseball season is. They played the equivalent of three quarters of football. They haven't even played one full game of the oh, NFL football. Oh, season like in yet. terms of that. Wow, that's that's crazy. That's how long. So they haven't even played a game's worth of games in terms of. But football. you know what? Yeah, that's a that's a great analogy in another okay, sense too. Two quarters as halftime because <laughs> because we talk about why is football so popular. That's the mindset of this country. They forget how long this season is and how and how many ups and downs every single team is going to face. So after 12 games, that's the end of the world to them because they can't, they, most people, and this isn't a dig at people. This is just how this country is functioning now because of how quick everything is. You forget that this is a marathon. These 12 games, sure, it would be fucking great to be, you know, 10 and two. If you compare it to seven and three, but it doesn't, it's not going to, this doesn't eliminate them from anything. Of the four major sports, the total games played in baseball is double, the, nearly double the next amount. Right. Basketball, you know, 82. Hockey, me, 82. I had somebody tell me the other day, this team will be lucky to win 85 games. Come on, man. Like, because what? of this start? What? what is baseball? Baseball's all about streaks, right? Don't you feel that? Look what happened. You go on a 10-game streak. Yeah, that is what in, baseball is. In 2009, is. when they were six, they were 13, 16 and 17, mm-hmm. what did they do immediately after that? Went on an 8-game streak. They won eight in a row. That's all baseball is. It's just And it, what happened last year after they started 9-9? Didn't they win like 16 at 18 games? Yes. They won a crazy run. And then That's you know, what baseball is. You're right. So come on, people. Like You be passionate. Just but, chill out. But you know what? There's no need to just be negative and be just yeah. just pouring your toxic and you're, bullshit you're hitting, on everybody. You're hitting everything that's coming to my head because I am on the fence with these people. Because as much as they frustrate me, at least they're showing some passion. You know, I get it. I get the passion, but it's just kind of irrational. Like, I never understood uh, hating of. players on your own team. Like, there's people that's that hate. I- Luke Voigt. There's people that hate Clint Frazier. There's people that hate Aaron Boone. You know what? If Aaron Boone fails as a manager, you don't win the World Series. And we we alluded- isn't that the ultimate goal as a Yankee fan? Don't yes. you want to win the World Series? Yes. I understand that maybe he's not your choice to be manager, but guess what? He's Brian Cashman's choice to be the manager. So right. Accept- and he's the manager. Accept him for his faults. And just hope that he can figure it out. And then, you know what? If in two, three years he gets fired and he don't win a World Series, tear his ass up. But for right now, he's managed one season in 12 games. And you're going to make a blanket statement that you know the Yankees will never win the World Series with Aaron Boone. I can never be that guy. I can never sit there and look at a manager that I, that the team is probably hoping is there for five or ten years and say they will never win a World Series with this guy. You know what I'm saying? I hope that they can win a World Series with this guy. I hope that you Brian Cashman... support the team that you I hope for. that Brian Cashman's right about him. You're a fan. Well, that's the problem, right? I mean, the problem with this country is that... Not that I want to keep ripping the people of this country, but it's just the truth that instead of just having an opinion... A negative one and saying, you know what, guys, but you know what? 
I hope I'm wrong. You know, I hope I'm wrong because if I'm right, that really sucks. Instead, it's I'm fucking right. I need to do something about it. I need to do this. I need to do that. He needs to go. This can't happen. This is unfair. We need to do something. How about just having an opinion? I was at the stadium last week. Honestly. And somebody, a a guy wearing an Aaron Judge jersey was cheering for a stand to strike out. That's great. It was a one You're a great fucking fan. It was one nothing or one one late in the game. Don't you want to win the game? John Carl Stan plays for your team. Yeah, man. If he's good, crazy. the Yankees are going to be better. It's it's absolutely crazy. How could this is what I'm talking about? How could you hate guys that wear the pinstripes? If you're a Yankee fan, you should support everybody that puts on that uniform. Absolutely, especially in the first friggin' twelve games of the season. If it like we we always said this last year with Giancarlo that it wasn't right to boo him right away, but if he was still continuing to play that way in June or July, then you have some sort of right Look, to boo. This but team, come on, if, man, it's if, April. If in if at Memorial Day this team is five games under five hundred, you know what? It's still kinda early. They can still turn it around at that point. But go ahead and be mad. They probably play yeah. forty or fifty games at that point. But twelve games you want to just 150 throw, games you left. waited all off season for this and after 12 games you just want you, you want to yeah throw but it away. you know what that's the problem too <coughs> we've we've and what are you suffering from now he uh, has bronchitis yeah I think it is just a classic case of bronchitis we've we're, we've all waited so long for the for the season to start and regardless of how we felt the year before when baseball comes around again, we're just all excited, mm-hmm. right? And to start the season with all these injuries and now five and seven, it's frustrating. I'm not even we get fully it. into the swing of the season yet. Like you're, you're no not, one is. No one is. So at this point, you're not even 15 games into the season. And at this point, as a fan, you, you're just done because the team didn't start the way that you had hoped? Right. It doesn't make sense. Look, uh, you know what? Because we got other things to talk about here. I'll just say this. The Yankees are going to the postseason this year. Yes. Okay. If they don't, then then you can call for Boone's, Boone's head. That's this fine. team is going to get healthy. They're going to get hot. And they're going to go to the playoffs. Okay. And if they don't, you can come at me and say that I'm, I'm an asshole. I'm a douchebag. You're an asshole and a douchebag. Whatever you want to say. But just take... just. You know, just take a breather. There's no need. Breather. There's no need for this. Just, just, just relax. Just everybody, just take a deep breath and take relax. Take a deep breath, and we love you. We love you. No, actually, I don't love. Some no, of you. you don't. People, people came at you, and that's not cool. It's that's not right. cool. You'll be all right, man. I'm fine. You'll be no, okay. I got I'm, your back, bro. I'm fine, bro. Like, you know what? No, <laughs> you're my boy. I thank you. I appreciate that. Appreciate that. I appreciate that. So you know what? We're all in this together, unless you're not. So that's wow. that's it. That's good. That's that simple. Deep, man. Simple. All right. so We're all in this, unless you're not. What do we got right now? We got. <laughs> so after all that, what do we have to talk about? The whole reason why we had to do a half hour about the toxic nature of this fan base because the Yankees couldn't win a freaking game down in Houston. Well, we have. We wanted to touch on the uh, injuries. We have a couple injury updates now. Is, is that what we want to do first? Yeah, I think you uh, you said you wanted to touch on those. Well, CeCe's coming back, CeCe's right? starting Saturday, which I guess is a good thing, even though, you know, 
you know, three innings until he goes back on the I.L. Yeah, 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 right? yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, talking about uh, douchebags. Uh, oh, boy. Anyway. Oh, boy. Things got heated. Things got a little heated this yeah. week. You know what? And I, this last thing we'll say, and then we'll get into the meat of the show. I don't care anymore. Don't. If you are, I told you not to. If you want to bring your bullshit to me, and I don't like it, and I respond to it, and you get upset over it, keep it to yourself then. If you don't want to hear what my rebuttal is to something that I don't agree with, then don't say it to me in the first place. And especially, do not hide behind... Uh, a not, keyboard? Yeah, a keyboard. Exactly. Don't be a keyboard. Uh, typewriter? They used to call them telephone tough guys back in the day. Remember when Back he, in the day when people, six, when people used to use uh, house phones. You used to get home from school and somebody would call you. You have an argument in school with some kid and they call you on, on the landline and you had to go to the kitchen and pick it up. Everyone listening. Hello. You're going to kick my ass? All right. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. You're going to kick my ass? What's All a right. landline? Right, Everyone's eight, listening eight, going, what's a landline eight, phone? 855 tomorrow morning underneath the third basketball court. Then you're there. You wait. 855. Where's Tommy? Did anyone, did you listen to, uh, I become a really big fan of this show ever since you told me to to start watching and listening. The Joe Rogan experience. Oh, yeah? Uh, Did you watch with Kevin Hart? Yeah. Not all of it. I, I caught clips of it, though. Did you listen when he was like, what the fuck did people used to do when they didn't have GPS? No, I didn't see that. Like he's like he was a good guest though. I watched was, some. Of I it. haven't watched all of it yet, but phenomenal. He was like, I remember like printing shit out on the computer, but what about before that? And it's just like, what the fuck did we used to do? Just like if I'm lost, if I got lost back in the day, you'd use boom, a dead. I'm yeah. dead immediately. I'm getting killed, murdered. Murder. Uh, you'd use the signs on the road. I hate you because I've been singing. That tune to everything lately now. All aboard the murder train. I think I should have named that that episode just analytics. Oh yeah, but I hated it. Anyway, um, what were we saying? Something with CC. We got shitty news on Severino. He won't be back this year. I could almost bet my life on it. You really think we won't see him this year? Uh, no, we will, but. He better come back strong. Shut down from throwing for six weeks as of April 9th. Think about it like this. This could be a blessing in disguise almost. Mm -hmm. If the Yankees can get through, CeCe's back, and I think we all think he'll be okay, right? I don't really think any of us think he's going to No, I don't think he's uh, going to kill himself pitching, but I don't know how much we can actually expect from him. Well, here's the thing. Somebody's got to step up now. Every, everybody's moving up a peg now on the on the pecking order. So now is right. is Domingo Herman going to you know be a guy you can rely on? Uh, maybe. But here's a question I wanted to ask you. Here's a question I'm gonna. I wanted to get to the point though, real quick. Okay, you get to your point. You get to your point. If Sevy comes back, do you not make a trade for a starting pitcher now? Because it's almost like acquiring one. No, the you have now. to. You have to right now. You have to soon. And I really think it's going to be Dallas Keuchel. I don't. I do. When you mean soon, what do you say? What do you mean by soon? I think very soon. <laughs> very soon. Couple weeks. You understand that. I think Yankees, the Yankees are going to come to re, to the realization that, okay, 
uh, Severino's not even going to pick up a fucking baseball for six more weeks. So what does that mean? 10, 12 before he's back into form? Uh, What do you think, mid-June? That's that's and by that time, listen, by that time, this team could either be be made or broken. I heard two different things. I heard somebody say May 15th and then I heard somebody say the day of the draft. So I don't really know. But I do know that the Yankees are not signing Dallas Keuchel while that first round draft pick is still attached to him. I guess. Because if you want to talk about the two teams that are the most deep into. I got to cut you off for a second. Because here's where I get frustrated with the team. If that's their if that's their mentality, right? When does that stop? Like when when do they when, stop valuing no, their, no. their draft when picks? When can we stop worrying about draft picks and the future and whatever? I think this is the year that we say fuck the draft pick. Let's get someone who can help this team. Yeah, well, you know, there's not really as much in the farm system as there used to be. So, you know, Cashman's looking Well, I at know that. that, but... And think about it like... Just just think about it like this. All right. I'm not saying that you're completely wrong. I understand your line of thinking. Dallas Keuchel would help the team this year. But do the Yankees value him as a guy that's worth losing a draft pick over? No. Uh... By himself, like just looking at Dallas Keuchel right now and what yes. he's done over the last couple of years, no. If that was Justin Verlander out there, just still sitting there, you think the Yankees would have made the move on him? Right now? Yeah. And he had the years at Houston like he did? He's exact same guy, Justin Verlander, free agent. Yeah, yeah, they absolutely would. Because why? You value, you would say losing a draft pick is worth getting Justin Verlander, right? Yes, but... Is it worth losing a draft pick to get yes, Dallas Keuchel? For me, yes. Well, you're not Brian Cashman. Because because of the entire situation. But what is he? But in Cashman's mind, if you add up what Dallas Keuchel is, the draft pick, and he's obviously, to him, he thinks he's getting Severino back. He's got Herman. He's got CeCe coming back. He's got Luizica down there. Use Sessa in a pinch. He's got Gio Gonzalez, who pitched a lot better in his second start than he did uh, in his previous one. So maybe he's rounding in shape a little bit. You're going to give $18 million and lose a draft pick for Dallas Keuchel? Yes. I'm, say- I'm saying if you're Brian Cashman, not if you're Chris Stacy. Yes. Because Chris Stacy does irrational things. No, I don't. Mm. I would. Right now, I would. This team is too hurt and... Because of that, not just the pitching, I'm talking about everyone. This team is too hurt that I don't know where we're going to be when Severino comes back. And I'm not willing to risk that at that point. I need another solid arm in this in this <coughs> rotation, even if he's not as elite as he once was. Gio Gonzalez. No. Gio Gonzalez is a fucking bum right now. He's yeah, a bum. He had, he had one bad start, and then he followed it with a decent start, and he had a great year last year. Yeah, the and he's also a guy, we talked about this last year, guys like Neil Walker and Lance Lynn, guys that didn't have spring trainings. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't have a spring training. He got rocked in his first spring training start, got know. rocked in his first AAA start, and he pitched pretty well. Was it last night or the night before? Two nights ago. All right, so maybe. I wouldn't make a move just because you have two guys, three guys if you include Gio, that can come up and 
be a part of this rotation with Severino, Montgomery, yeah. and Gio Gonzalez. You have the but depth. Montgomery's a way. Yeah, but I oh, was, yeah, I'm just saying, but he I is was on board with that part of their plan. That line of thinking before Sevy had the setback. Right. Now that's that's what I was gonna say too. Now if he has another setback that they're gonna have to shut him down long term, then you're gonna see them make a move. But if he has any chance of coming back into this rotation, they're not gonna make a move for There's another no, starting this is pitcher. No different than the Didi Gregory situation, if you think about it, because they're both both the timetables are pretty similar when they expect him to get back. If Cashman didn't feel the need to overpay for a guy like Machado to because he needed to cover three months of Didi, he's not going to do it now with Dallas Keuchel because. And I'm going to say the word in its proper context here because there's no need to be funny right now. The two teams that are the deepest into analytics are the Yankees and the Astros, and neither one of them want Dallas Keuchel. So what does that tell you about it? And Dallas and they in Houston. Not There's a big no- difference in Houston, though. And not to knock Houston or anything, because they just swept us, and they are probably you know one of the two or three They're best good. teams. They in could use another baseball. pitcher. They have Wade Miley as their number three. Yeah, they could and use another McHugh pitcher. Going last night. So come on, like you don't mean to tell me that they could use Dallas Keuchel? Yeah, but it's a little different. It's just different because. Sometimes no, I'm saying not now, but they couldn't. They didn't. Want, they didn't even really make an attempt to sign him in the off season. So what does that tell you? I understand that, that, but they also have a fully developed championship caliber team, and the Yankees. This is about Dallas Keuchel. <clears throat> I just think that they're confident enough in their team that they didn't feel they needed to spend that kind of money, whereas the Yankees can be confident too, but not right now. Not right now with all these injuries and not knowing when some of these big key players are going to come back. At that point, I think the situation changes a little. Yeah, I'm just not looking at Dallas Keuchel to save the Yankees. And I'm not saying that he's just a sure thing. What I'm saying is it's still fucking Dallas Keuchel. And maybe now that Severino is set back like that, maybe we spend the money, risk the draft pick, and take a chance. Not yet. I just think... There's a line between people who flip out that this team's nothing like when George Steinbrenner won it and accepting what this team is now. I think there's a line. There's got to be a middle ground. This is a situation right now where I say, yeah, it's a lot of money, but you know what? We're the New York Yankees. We should just take the fucking risk and do it. This is my line. When you're talking about guys like Machado and Harper getting tons of stupid money that doesn't make sense, then I'll sit there and say, Stop being ridiculous. Just go with this and trust this team. If the team in this sense, the I just any good though. But how could you feel that Dallas Keuchel isn't any good? I know he wasn't that great last year, but it's still Dallas Keuchel, and he's shown what he can do. And then what happens when he comes here and he gets lit up? Then he gets lit up, but he's still going to be a serviceable pitcher. I just don't think we're at that point right now. Yeah, me neither. So when do we get to that point? If you learn that Severino's done for the year, you're not going to see him till August. But what is what is him coming back late June, early July? What difference is that from the end of the year at that point? Because your season, you your season can be completely swayed in a different direction Would by you, then. Yeah, but I'm. T- it can be. It can be, but you're, you're. What if what? Hey, what if 
we have another guy in this rotation who is notorious for getting hurt in James Paxton. What if now he goes down? Uh, he probably will because he sucks and he's a waste, right? Uh, There's another thing we had to hear. Three starts yeah. in this guy. He's the new, uh, I know I'm not going to say his name. He's the new douchebag from, that's in Cincinnati right now, mm-hmm. right? After three starts? Right. Okay. So, you know, that's just the type of thing that we've been dealing with. You know, three starts makes the guy's career. Mixer and I'm breaks. down on James. You know what? And I'm down on James Paxton a little bit. Not that I don't think he he could still be a great Yankee, but come on, dude. The team needed you last night. If you're gonna if you're gonna come here with those type of expectations and get traded for you know a guy, a lot of fans had high hopes for in Justice Sheffield, and you know when Cashman said that he traded it's been for you three starts. Okay, but. On a game like last night, the team is injured. The team's reeling. They need a big start from you. You can't be out of the game in the fourth inning or the fifth inning or whenever he got knocked out. You can't give up five runs. Yeah, I think he went four plus last night. Got pulled before. You got, I'm sorry. Fifth. You know, you you want to you want to say that uh, I can't be irrational. That's not being irrational. There's certain points in the season, whether it's game one or game 100 or game 162, that a, a certain guy. Just needs to step up and put the team on his back. And James Paxton needed to do that last night. Yeah, but as as shitty... But I'm not the going to say that he sucks or I wish the trade never had happened or I'm going to write his epitaph as a Yankee after last night. No, I'm you, not going to do that. Me. I'm not going to do that. But come on, you know, James, you, you got to give me more than what you gave me last night. I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. As much as I agree with you that he has to be a lot better than he was last night, I go back to just playing through the entire game. You have to play through the entire game. And James Paxton gave up five runs, but this offense scored six. They scored six. Chris, you know better than anybody. When your starting pitcher takes a shit like that, some even though they score six runs. Yes. I understand. Some, the game is just, it's a different game at that point. I understand, but it wasn't too much different of a game because the team still had fire. And they never still scored in this never, bullpen. They never overcame the deficit that he put them in because he left with a runner on and we had to go to friggin' uh, Mr. I Don't Drink Red Bull anymore, uh, Tommy Canely. He had what? two runs on his own, though. Who? Tommy Canely. One of the runners, no, he gave up. Technically, I'm pretty sure he only had one on his ledger because the runner Two. on base. Two. What, I looked it up. Was it? Yeah. I looked it up. Okay, you looked it up. All right, so if you think about it, you got uh, you got Paxton going here. We're gonna bring up the box score here. You got this computer's so slow. It's slow, okay. Uh-huh. You got Paxton going four plus, giving you five earned runs. You know, if he goes deeper into the game, guess who you don't have to see? You don't have to see Tommy Canely. Now that this bullpen's been stellar, but you're trying to limit the amount right, of times. Listen, that I'm you, agreeing with you. Okay. It certainly doesn't sound like it. I'm just saying that as frustrated as we want to be with. James Paxton and sit here and say, you got to be better and you got to step up and put the team on your back. I just can't put that much blame on him. Chris, 
Guardy leads off the game with a home run. You're feeling good. All right, you know what? Quick one nothing lead. You didn't even enjoy it for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Can you get me through the second inning before you give up a run to Jose fucking Altuve? How many more goddamn home runs Jesus do I have to see Christ. this little shitbag hit off the off How about the, the How about the one he hit and almost left the stadium? Literally. And here's another thing. I tweeted this twice this week because it's true. I fucking hate Jose Altuve. Hate him. Hate his guts. And I got people saying, oh, but he's a really great player. That's why I hate him. Because he kills the Yankees. Right. He's great. He's a little piece of shit that kills the Yankees. And I fucking hate his guts. You little fucking weasel, you. But he's a great player. And I'm still bitter that he won the MVP in 2017. You see, Jose Altuve is like one of those guys on the fence for me where, okay, let's take Dustin Pedroia, right? I hate Dustin Pedroia back in his prime because he was good. Prime time. Dustin right? Pedroia. He's a Red Sox and he's good. But I respect the hell out of Dustin Pedroia. Even now, being a guy who can't even stay healthy, I respect the shit out of him for how he handles that team, conducts himself on the field. Jose Altuve's on the line for me. I don't just hate him because he's good. Why? Because he's a little I bit more boisterous than yeah, Pedroia I, is. I, yeah, I just don't think he's... Uh, I just don't think he's likable, unless you're an Astros fan. But he's a great player. Oh, I he's like phenomenal. Him. I hate him half because, no, <laughs> I hate him 75 to 80% be, just because he's good and he's not a Yankee. And the other 20 to 25%, I hate him because I kind of think he's a douche. I think it's 80% that he kills the Yankees, 15% that he shouldn't have won the MVP award in... Uh, That's definitely up there. In 2017, and 5% because he's a little douchebag. Okay. Okay. So, you know... So, James Paxton, you know... Are are you ready to say that James Paxton will never be a good Yankee? Come is he A.J. Burnett? Is Why he, would I ever think that? Is he, you know, uh, is he going to be the next SG? I'm not saying his name ever again, you know? Is he the no. next... Is Javier he the, Vasquez? Yeah, is he the next Javier Vasquez? Carl Pavano? Carl Pavano? No. Who else? Uh, Kevin Brown? Are you worried about him not performing no. to expectations this year? No. Neither am I, but I'm saying you still need... The only worry... You need to give me more than what you... On a day like last night, I need more from you. The only worry that I'll ever have with James Paxton until he stays healthy for a full season is that he's going to get hurt at a time this team really needs him. You knew he had nothing last night because Cohen brought this up in the game. Uh, I believe he had like 14 two-strike uh, fouls last night, which just shows you he didn't have his... He didn't have his put-away stuff. He he didn't at all. At all. Don't you have something else that you wanted to bring up? I do, I, I, and we don't have to go crazy into it. This show's running long, and, and we have a couple of things that I know you want to get to, but, I, you know, it's frustrating with, you know, everyone wants to put blame, just like you wanting to put blame on James Paxton, which I don't, I, and I don't blame you for wanting to put the blame on James Paxton, but we're also supposed to be able to rely on guys that aren't reliable right now, and... Those are two of the main guys are Zach Britton and Chad Green. If Zach Britton and Chad Green are pitching up to potential, the Yankees probably have three more wins under their belt. And they haven't been. And then on top of that, we we touched on a little earlier, the sloppiness. 
the mental errors. And I attribute a lot of that to the fact that this team's injured. You have a lot of young guys who are inexperienced. But it's almost in a way that they're better defensively with the replacements. I understand that, but... <laughs> you have Urshela at third and, uh, and DJ LeMay you playing where he's a gold glover. I understand that, but there's more that goes into defense okay, I get it. Okay. than just the skill and talent of being able to field okay, a ground ball fundamentals, properly. Okay, you got fundamentals. Okay, you got to play every scenario on your head. Okay, you and they don't do it. Okay. I hate you both. When you feel the ground ball, the glove has to be on the dirt. Okay. They don't put the glove down. <laughs> hey, Mike. The glove. Yeah. Hey, Mike. Uh-huh. The fundamentals. The fundamentals. Is that like the analytics? <laughs> okay. Okay. You got me there. You got me there. <laughs> uh, listen. This team. So is it, was it a mistake to resign Zach Britton? To resign him? Resign him. Or resign him. Is that a mistake? I didn't like Absolutely him, yeah, not. No. And look, I'm not but sitting here uh, and being irrational and telling you no, that. I'm just asking because no. I'm just reacting to what I'm hearing. Is this no, is it a no, mistake? not, not is yet. this bullpen not any good? Is this no? Is this bullpen overhyped? Well, now? really, the last thing I wanted to just touch Maybe on. Maybe Zach should go back to the H because he's the setup guy, so he needs. He was hold. better. He needs holds. Yeah, not K's. Not, not K's. K's. Listen, the last thing I really wanted to touch on that bothered me the most about this series. Jesus, that whip was not the individual players, but this team as a whole. And I know everyone's. Do you even listen to me when I fucking talk? Well, dude, come on, bro. When on his on his MLB player profile, he's saying he's saying when everyone is on when (laughs) on his profile. Since you can't hear him because he's not talking into his microphone, it says brother. It says relationships, brother of Buck Bray, Buck Britain. Buck him. Like that, like that's the imp- like Buck you him. need it to oh he plays baseball yeah. too? <laughs> he plays in the baseball? He's drafted by the Orioles, 35th round. I didn't know that. I didn't know his brother was a major brother, league baseball. You get player. A time warp? I'll just keep clicking. Jesus Christ. Sorry. Can I please get my point out? Uh-huh. Okay. I know everyone's rebuttal to this is gonna be well, they're injured, and you just said it yourself. But even injured, this team, what concerned me was that. The Astros just looked so much better on a different level. Even though some of the games were close and the Yankees led, a lot of the losses had to do with guys that are part of this, a part of the big picture. You want to know the, which the loss from this series really kills me? The first one. It's the first one. Because you scored three runs off of Justin Brown. Yeah, man. Which feels like with, 10. With some good at-bats. It they fe- just looked and good. It feels like 10. When you get three off of Verlander, it and feels like 10. on top of it, Tanaka was great. What inning did they knock him out in that game? Six. They both, no. Yeah, they After both the six. Six. And I get it. People are going to be like, oh, Verlander pitched 100 pitches. Why couldn't Tanaka? Look, if, Tanaka's, if Tanaka comes out at the end of the game and he says, no, I was done, I got to take him for at his word. And you know he's not going to throw his manager under the bus, but still, I'm going to take him at his word. He had a stressful sixth inning. Absolutely. And the Yankees, you know, especially the third start of the season, the Yankees are going to take it easy with Masahiro Tanaka because, like we said with uh, with Gary Sanchez earlier in the show, the last thing they need right now is Masahiro Tanaka to go down with an injury right. because, you know what, Masahiro, you want to talk about guys stepping up and putting the team on his back? That's what Tanaka's done. The ace is out. He's injured. <coughs> And Tanaka, for, through three starts this year, has went out there and said, you know what? I got this. Yeah. 
And I said that. And that's why I that. said in a game like last night, I needed James Paxton to say mm. the same thing, and he didn't do it. And you know what's the most frustrating? And we want to get to a to a Booner clip. We still Actually, doing that? why don't we do this? Because we're gonna we'll wrap up the show with this. So why don't you throw it to the sponsor, and then we'll and wrap then, up. And we'll okay. end the show with with Booner. Okay, but let me just say this one last okay. thing. All right. Um, okay. I'll just say this one last thing. Okay. Do you know how good James Paxton was against the Houston Astros last year? Uh-uh. Yeah, like a two-something ERA against. 4-0 with a 2.26 ERA uh, or something. Wow. So in the pregame, I'm listening to John and Susan, and they're just going crazy about how John. Paxton, Susan. Paxton kills the Astros. They can't hit him. Mm, not last night. Oh, it's like the K kiss of death. Whenever Michael K brings up a stat, like Aaron Judge has not struck out with the bases loaded in his last 90 plate appearances, and then mm-hmm. he will strike out in the next at bat that he has with the bases loaded. Right. Or Luis Severino has never allowed a home run to, to Jose Altuve in 15 career at bats three seconds later. Home run. See ya. All right. We'll kick it to the sponsor. We'll hear from baseballism.com. And then when we come back, we'll wrap up the show with a little Aaron Booner. Hey, have you heard about baseballism? A premium lifestyle apparel brand focusing on the class, tradition, and history of baseball. You can find everything from accessories such as phone cases and watches to your next favorite baseball tee. Whether you're a player or just a fan of the game, Baseballism has something for everyone. They also have multiple stores, including one in Cooperstown, home of the Baseball Hall of Fame. Hop online to Baseballism.com and check out all they have to offer. Just be sure to use promo code NYYST at checkout for 15% off your entire order. Baseballism, a brand built for love of the game. All right, thank you to our sponsors, Baseballism. Check them out at Baseballism.com. Use NYYST at checkout to save 15% on your order. Uh, Maybe one of you want to do something nice for the manager of the Yankees instead of ripping him all the time and uh, order him a nice Baseballism shirt. We actually uh, were, to everyone who won a flagman uh, cap from them, we have them being shipped out to us and then we will ship them out to you uh in due time and we're getting a little swag too for Swaggy. the show I'm excited Ooh. all right so this is you know after last night's loss you know like every other game that the yankees have they, you know boone does his post game presser and uh you know fans were a little bit upset with uh what Aaron Boone had to say after uh, Wednesday's loss. So why don't we go ahead and play that uh, that clip right now so the fans can hear it and uh, have it fresh in their mind as we react to it. Sounds good. Well, anytime you, you get swept, and um, you know, that's frustrating. But I also feel like we're really close. Um, the compete, even after we got down tonight, has been excellent. Uh, you know, we, we got to tighten it up a little bit, play obviously a little bit better. Um, but I believe we're really close to turning the corner. And uh, um, 
I'm I'm really pleased with what the guys are coming with in with each day, the approach, the focus, and it's a little bump in the road that's inevitable in a in a major league season, and we'll we'll work work our way out of it. You mentioned being close in the past and tightening things up. It seems like mistakes have happened a lot this series. What do you do on your end to try to get these guys to turn the corner? Just nothing. Keep working. We the 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 intent the the focus the game plan um i feel like is all there all right so i don't know what the fans were more mad at the fact that when meredith asked him what he has to do to turn it around and he said nothing or the fact that he said that he believes the team is close that they're going to turn the corner now i'm going to preface this by saying this this is the type of guy that the Yankees want managing this team, okay? Now, and we'll, I'll say this again, right or wrong, we don't know that at this point. Right or wrong. Okay, we don't know that at this point. My mom used to say that way too much. Kid. Right or wrong. Get it? I'm going to ask her if she said that next time I see her. Am I right okay. or am I wrong? You think she'll remember? Am I right or am I wrong? She will. Am I right or wrong? Okay, so we don't know at this point right You're now right. if it was the right move or the wrong move to ha- uh, hire Aaron Boone, okay? <coughs> Some people have made their their distinctions on it already. Well, we don't know because this season's not over. His tenure as Yankee manager is not over, right? But after Joe Girardi, this is the guy the Yankees want, the, the type of guy the Yankees wanted to manage the ball club. They didn't want a clenched butthole but Christian, this shit doesn't work. He's not supposed to be their friends. He's supposed to... Well, George wouldn't put up with this. George Wait, wouldn't do it. How many times did he fire Billy Martin? 25 within a week. Do you want to deal with that again? Absolutely not. Okay, so anyway, Brian Cashman did not want to deal with a clenched butthole as the manager of the Yankees, okay? Are you calling George Girardi a clenched butthole? Well, if the shoe fits. Okay. <laughs> okay. He doesn't want a guy... Even though poor Aaron Boone looks like he's aged 15 years in a year and a half. Unreal. Uh, he doesn't want a guy coming off as a crotchety old man in his post-game interviews. He doesn't want a guy that when the team isn't playing well is wound tighter than a rubber band. Okay? It's kind of morphing into Joe Torrey a little bit. He does look a lot like Torrey. <laughs> he's got to get the turkey neck going. Yeah, oh, it'll get there. Maybe even by 2020 he'll have a gobbler down there. All right, so... Knowing all that, what did you think Aaron Boone was going to say last night? Oh, it fucking sucked. I, I'm going to I'm gonna make this team do fungo drills and, and run wind sprints from foul pole to foul pole. I'm going to teach them a lesson. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spank them and put them in timeout. What the hell did you... Th- Honestly, knowing the type of guy Aaron Boone is and how the Yankees want the manager of the club to act, what did you think he was going to yeah, say? Yeah, but not everyone thinks like you, and I'm not defending everybody, but... Not everyone has that mindset. Not everyone just sits there and says, okay, I know what this guy is, so everything he says I'm just going to be okay with because that's who he is. Not everyone is going to feel that but way. But if he went out there and he lit into this team in the to the media last night, wouldn't that be disingenuous? Yes. That's not who he is. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think what you heard from him was him showing a little frustration because... He's not just going to come out and, and show it or say it. That's how he shows it. And did I like when he said, we're not going to do anything? You know, what are you going to do about this? Blah, blah, blah. Nothing. We're just going to keep working hard. Did I, I like he, to I hear he, it? 
no. kind of regretted it and backtracked. Yeah, but you on know what? It. He shouldn't because it's twelve fucking games. He shouldn't say anything else. We're going to keep working hard because we know we have a championship caliber team. And then he, that's we're basically not, what he went on to say. Right. That, you know, we're going to keep working at it. Like, but the but here's but, the thing. He's he doesn't want to sit there and make excuses. But you know what Aaron Boone really wants to say? Who was it? That was Meredith. Yeah. Hey Meredith, you fucking asshole. <laughs> you fucking asshole, Meredith. We're hurt. We don't have any guys. What are we going to do? We're going to try and get healthy. That's what we're going to do. And we're going to be fine because we have a great baseball team. That's what he wants to say. What bothers me about Boone more than anything is when he, because it's not the first time. If that's what everyone's gripe was, that he said we're close and all that, he says it every interview when, when they're in a bad streak. He says it every time. He's stop, not, not going to throw telling his team me under the bus. But stop telling you know me you're close. The, you know, stop telling me you're close. That's but all. Do you know one of the biggest nails in the coffin for Joe Girardi was? When he threw Gary Sanchez under the bus. And in, it should have been. In, uh, in Cleveland. You shouldn't throw anyone under the bus. And I'm not telling Aaron Boone to throw anyone under the bus. I'm not telling him to say we suck and we need to be better. But you're not close. You need to be healthy. That's what it is. You're not you're not fielding a team that you were expected to be fielding. And don't sit there and say, well, they have depth to cover. No, no team has this kind of depth to be that good after you lose 11 guys. It's a oh, problem. Well, Mr. Colby Ellsbury. So. Oh, whatever. Mm. It's a, but you know what? Could the Yankees have used them here and there? Yeah. They could have. Over Talkman, sure. Talkman. Ta- it's fucking Talkman. He talks the talk. He doesn't walk the walk. They should trade him to Boston. It's Talkman. Right. Hope they do. So yeah, I don't know. Again, you know, it's just it's it's finding things to be upset with Aaron Boone over. Yeah. That I because this is what I try to get you to understand. Sometimes it's just that you have to understand the situation. It, you cannot. It's like, not that I don't understand the situation. Like though you cannot like it, but you, what are you going to get upset over it? Because people want to, we talked about this, people want to feel their feelings. If they're upset about what he said, be upset. The problem is not that they're upset about it. The problem is that they don't just sit there and say, Aaron Boone shouldn't have said that, that pissed me off, I don't want to hear that shit. It's not just them feeling it and isolating it to that moment, it becomes... This fucking guy sucks. We'll never win a World Series with him. This type of mentality can't be what's in New York. They'll never win. They'll never do this. And it becomes this whole big thing instead of just saying, hey, you probably shouldn't have said that. That is not what I want to hear as a baseball fan, as a Yankee fan. I didn't really. To be honest with you. That's the problem. I I don't have a problem with it because I understand who Aaron Boone is. That's not, he's not going to go out there and say, oh, we really suck right now. And we're, we're never, you know, we're not even close to being a good okay. club. He's not going to say that. So you just. Okay. So if go, they went out there and had 20 straight games against the Baltimore Orioles. And lost them all. The Marlins. The worst yeah, okay, team they're, there. They're and lost them all. And he sat there and said. Oh, you know, we're getting close and we're not going to do anything about it. We're just going to keep working hard and blah, blah, blah. Would you be upset with them then? What I would say is, to be fair, is no, I don't want to hear after going on an 0-20 streak that you're close, but I'm going to be fair about it and say, 
still, after going 0-20, he's not going to throw this team under the bus. He is there to be a positive motivator for this but club. you're... You don't express your feelings the right way, I don't think. Because uh, okay. you, you don't my, allow you yourself... Yes, yeah. You don't allow yourself to feel the raw emotion of it. You just rationalize it too quickly. You just rationalize it because... Yes, you respect Aaron Boone for being the same person over and over, and that's what this team wants, and that's who he is, and he's staying true to himself. I feel raw emotion, but then you know what? The rationality of it overrides the raw emotion. Because I'm the same way. I don't like to harp on things. I like to find a solution. I like to move on with it. And if that solution is sitting here and saying, this is who Aaron Boone is, this is why he's going to be successful in my mind, then I'm okay with it. I'm the same way, but I still let a little bit more time go by before I get there. You're just right to it. And you know what? You'll probably live 10 years longer no, than, no, than a normal human. Probably not. You probably will. You know, you just got to accept things for what they are. You know, this is the way the Yankees are being run right now. This and is, I like it. I don't mind it. If that's not your cup of tea, I'm sorry. The but analytics kill me. But other than that, I'm sorry. I'm really like to people that don't like the way this team is being run. I'm sorry. But, you know, if you're a real true fan of this club, you got to let it play out. Yet you have to. You know, last year we were still being sold on the point that this team was in still rebuilding. And right. We were always told 2019 is going to be the first year of the true championship window. And we right. played 12 games, 12 games where we don't have Luis Severino, where we don't have John Carlos Stanton, where we don't have Didi Gregorius, where we don't have Miguel Andujar, where Aaron we Hicks. haven't had Aaron Hicks yeah. or CC Sabathia. That's a lot for anybody. That is a lot of guys. It's it's too much for anybody. Look, the Red Sox are 3-9, and nine and they have a full, healthy team. Yeah, it's crazy. And I don't like fans that bring up, say, oh, it's okay because... Because the Reds, it's not okay. The losing is not okay. It doesn't matter if the Red Never Sox okay. are 0-12. It's not okay that the Red Sox aren't playing well. So it just washes. It doesn't. Because you want to be burying the Red Sox right now. Mm-hmm. Right. That, this, but that's, if the Yankees were fully healthy and they were 3-9, I'd be, I'd be a lot more upset and worried over what's yes. going on than the, what it is right now. Mm-hmm. I think out of anything... You're missing an opportunity to bury the Red yes. Sox, and that should really yes, that's the most frustrating you. part. That that really is the fact that they're five and seven after twelve games means absolutely nothing to me. Does it suck? Yeah, does it suck? Absolutely. But the most frustrating part about it, and the part that I hate the most, is that they could be fucking burying the Red Sox right now. And here's the last thing that we're gonna that I'll bring up on today's show. All right. And you can say, oh, if Chapman does his job, if Britain does his job, and you know, Adam Adovino needs a retirement home already because he's worked so damn much and it's only 12 games and he gave up a run, you know, the the winning run on a broken bat ball that went 12 feet the other yeah. night and people were killing him that he that he blew the game, you know. Dang, if you had Dylan Batances, this all this changes. And I didn't when I was rattling off the injured guys. I didn't even mention him. You don't realize how much the Yankees need Dell Batanzas. He's the most he, important piece. That I said missing, it the other day. He's the MVP of that bullpen. Yeah, because just adding that one guy makes this bullpen so much more. Versatile. You should be able to bring games home with Chad Green and yeah. Britton and Adovino and Chapman. You should be able to. No it, doubt about that it. That one simple piece. So many more options. affects 
everyone else because it makes them so much more versatile. It makes right. them not have to go to certain guys that then they can't use the next day exactly, or that they use two days in a row and then they miss out on them for the next. It's just a domino effect. Dylan Batances being out is a lot more of an impact yeah. than I even thought it would be. You got these things are all interconnected. You're only scoring three runs. Well, you're missing Aaron Hicks and and Didi and Andujar and uh, and Stanton. That's a lot to pull out of a. That's lineup. probably a home run every night. One of those four probably hitting a home run. Yeah, or doing something. Likely, you yeah, know, it's fair to think about it. At like least contributing is, to an RBI. You know, and you're missing who, in my opinion, is probably the best setup guy in Major League Baseball. You're missing him. Which hopefully he can come back and and be that guy. I think he'll be worried that he's not going to be that guy. Here's my final thought on everything. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. This is Gary Marbles. Thoughts for your thoughts. What's your one? What's the one aspect of this team that you going into the season were not only not worried about one bit, but most confident about? Well, it was the bullpen. Same thing you were going into last season. And how did the season start? Let's be rational. Right. Let's be rational. Just because of these, analytics. Ju- just because of these, you know, tough times right now with the bullpen, are you still? Are you not just as confident that they're once they get into form, they're going to be the most dominant? It's twelve games. Yeah, I'm, I'm right. Fully confident. I'm wor- so you know who I am kind of worried so, about Britain, though. No, hold on, you, let me just get this point out real okay, quick. Okay, okay. okay. I'm really get your point out now. So the fact that the starting pitching, which was you know questionable in some areas to some people has been, for the most part, really good. The offense, as injured as they are, have been putting up some good at-bats outside of the, uh, the what series was it? Maybe the opening series after opening day? Yeah, Detroit, And too. even Detroit. But they started to get into a groove when they went back to Baltimore and they kept it going. They've been pretty good, as hurt as they are again. And it's been the bullpen that's been the weakest link, and they're not going to be all season. You have to you have to be confident in that. That that's a good thing. That everything else is clicking right now, except this bullpen. And you know, James Paxton needs to be a, be a bit better, a lot better. And Hap and Hap, but they'll get there. I mean, they will. I'm not saying that Ryan, your thought of Britain is unfounded. I just think if he's healthy, he'll be fine. Oh no, year. I just I'm just kind of worried because it's it's kind of the same things he's doing from last year, just all over the place. His controls, it is better than it was last year. But how many walks does he have already this year? Well, his control uh, was his four biggest walks issue. And five and two. Uh, yeah, I know not it's not together, but I, you know you got to throw strikes. But when he man. comes into form, he's a strike thrower. No, that's his last seven games. So that's he's not going right. to walk. He's not going to walk all these guys once, the he, one guy once that, he gets into it. And I don't want to spend another 10 minutes on Chad Green, but he's the guy that I'm most worried about. Absolutely, 100%. And if you want to blame Aaron Boone for anything, it's, I mean, I would. I don't know what it is that Chad Green is not. He was elite when he came up in 2017. If he's not making adjustments or what the hell is going on or his stuff just isn't as good, but, you know. Yeah, something's going on there, dude. Well, he was like number two, I think, that year that he, he had that dominant That's year. That's Uncle out of the Larry asleep at the wheel again. So, uh, hey, you know what happened to Chad Green? Grandpa Big Larry. Time numbers you want to know man. what happened to Chad Green? What's that? The Yankees picked up guys that have a much stronger and longer reputation the than Yankees Chad Green. Yankees don't even get out of the wild card game without Chad Green in 2017. Oh, biggest performance yeah, of anyone still, that year. I mean, when you're picking up guys like. Look at that. 
like uh, Britain and Batances comes back to form. Adovino, Robertson when he came back, Canley when he was good a couple years ago, it starts to wash guys like Chad Green out when you really don't want him to because you wanted him to ride that momentum. I don't know what that means. He's he gets lost in the shuffle. Yeah. He does. Okay, he gets uh, so it does he deserve it? No, but he does get lost in the shuffle. So when, when he comes look, in, when you good? think of all the dominant names in in the Yankee bullpen, Chad Green's one of the last that you bring Aaron, up. I mean, he Chad Green should be happy that Aaron Boone is here. No, actually he shouldn't be. I oh, actually pitched more innings last year than he did in 20. That's crazy. That's crazy. He actually pitched more hey, he had innings. He a decent year last year. Because I was, wasn't his 2017. I was starting to numbers. feel yeah, it, I was starting to feel he like... He also was in much high leverage situations. Uh, Joe Girardi was trying to murder him with the way he was using him. He was in high, more high leverage situations in 17, too. That's why it felt like he was in more games and pitched mm-hmm. more innings in 17, because you remember the moments Chad Green came in and shut the door and, and got them through look it. At, look at the hit totals. From 2017, he threw 69 innings, 34 hits. Last year, 75 innings, 64 hits. Yeah, thirty more hits last season, and only six and two thirds more innings. Yeah, it's crazy. That's a lot of hits. All right, so the Yankees are heading home now. They're playing three against the White Sox this weekend. Uh, I'm actually going to the game tomorrow night. Oh yeah, oh my. <coughs> you didn't tell me that. You didn't tell me that. I don't tell you everything. You didn't tell me. What are you upset? I am. You in the carpool? No. See what a douchebag you are. That's really nice. We're going to the same place. We're supposed to be friends, and you don't want to call. Are you paying for parking? Actually, I got to get there early. I know you don't care about it, but it's Bernie Williams bobblehead night. Can you get me one? Can you pick me one up? Or what time do you think you get in there? I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to get there for five o'clock when gates open. I don't think I'll be there that early. Uh huh. Well, my extra one is kind of... I, I didn't know you were going. I didn't know you wanted one. My extra one's kind of I promised. don't. I'm not a collectible person. Somebody... I kind of already promised my extra one to somebody. That's really great. You're a great friend. Uh, You want me to trigger him right now before we close the show? Sure, why not? You want me to trigger him? Yeah. You know who I promised it to? Who? The best man at my wedding. Yeah. Maybe if you were the best man at my wedding, maybe I would have promised it to you. I'm so Brainy. happy I wasn't the best best man at your wedding. No, he had another best man, too. Oh, yeah. Two. He had two. Right, he had two. Fucking great. I wasn't the best man at your wedding, so. Well, he's got a brother. We're brothers. All right. Anyway, thank you for listening. Uh, yeah, so we're doing uh, Chicago White Sox this weekend. CC will be back Chicago. Saturday. Yeah. They better sweep, bro. They they got to come back. Who's swing. Pitching? Right, who's Lucas pitching Giolito. tomorrow? Yeah, but who's pitching? Is it Happers? Yeah, it's Happers. It's hap- oh, uh-huh. hap-a-lap-a-ding-dong. So wait, hold on. We had them. We had them going over the first twenty-one games. Fourteen and seven, I think, was the record. They have to go on a little nine gamer. I was thinking that last night to hit our mark of what yeah. we had them going those yeah, first. Actually, 21. the Yankees are MLB at bat as the Yankees list as as TBD tomorrow. It said hap on here. They have Sabathia. Just check. This is this will be an interesting pitching matchup on Saturday. All right. <laughs> CC Sabathia versus Ivan Nova. Ooh. Wow. I didn't know Nova was in Chicago. Neither did I, actually. And then the Yankees, uh, apparently, they don't have, Well, maybe they should get Dallas Keuchel if they have two TBDs pitching this weekend. There you go. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Yanks. Oh, yeah. So, so TBD there. Yeah. He's very popular, this guy. Yeah. Okay. Guy fucking okay. Jesus. All right. So, uh, 
NYY Sports Talk crew will be at the stadium tomorrow. We will not be sitting together. I won't even bother trying to see Chris out because he's a dick. Uh, if you are a cool person on Twitter, you can find me. I'll gladly take a picture and shake hands. Oh, yeah? Will you uh, Will you sign an autograph, too? If somebody wants me Please. to sign an autograph, I will sign an autograph. Really? Uh, why not? If somebody yeah. asked you for an autograph, recognized you and said, oh, will you sign an autograph for me, you'd say no. First of all, I'd say, why the fuck do you want my autograph? Because we're fucking famous. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um... Yeah, so Yanks and White Sox this weekend. CC comes back Saturday. Uh, just give me two out of three. I'm not even going to be greedy. Just give me two out of three, please. Play some winning baseball. And don't, the one game you lose, please not be tomorrow. I, yeah, man, you still haven't seen them win a game, seen them huh? Win yet, and they haven't even played well since when I've been there. Yeah, they they got to. I mean, how many fucking games have they lost at home? They got to just start. Two of them. Look, two look four. what's, Jeez. what's, what's the formula? Win series. Hit yeah. Start runs. stringing together some series. Get, you know, you know, we hit some home runs. Come on. Hit some dingers. Come on. Has dingers. Aaron, Judge, Aaron Judge has not hit a home run at Yankee Stadium this year. No, nah, he will. Well, he, can he, we, he will tomorrow. He will. Can, can we hit him? Can, can Aaron he Judge will. go? Can Aaron Judge give mm-hmm. me a couple dings? I'll call ding, it. Ding, ding, ding. Can you give me a couple dings? Ding, 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 ding. All right, thank you for listening to episode 111 of the NYYST podcast. Follow us on Twitter at NYY Sports Talk. Follow our sponsors, Baseballism, at Baseballism. Stat Guy Rye. Go Yanks. Chris. I was going to change it up, and I was going to say it, it. Oh, my God. You all right? He's not breathing. He holds his breath in for this part. I was going to say it in Spanish, but then I decided that I didn't want to change it up. But you think we should change it up? Yeah, do it. I want to hear what you, how you say it. Go. I don't know. Uh, I forget how to say. Habla adios. Habla adios. Boom!